Hello, I am Yogini Sunita and this is Meditation, Yoga and Stuff podcast. I believe my dharma or my life's purpose is to share my understanding of meditation, yoga and Ayurveda, holistic healing science of India. I make these amazing wisdoms accessible and adaptable for present time. So let's start. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I am going to discuss Ayurveda and Ayurveda's approach to the food. Ayurveda is a healing science of India and Ayurveda has a very unique perspective about food. So let's dive into this. Ayurveda uh, suggests that a lot of our illnesses come from our lifestyle choices and our food choices. And the effect of the food choices uh, in our, on our gut health is extremely important to understand. And why we need to eat according to our dosha. Three Ayurvedic constitution types, Vata, Pitta, Kapha. We also know that the seasons, different doshas to it. For example, summer is a pitta time, winter is kapha time. The transition in between the seasons, which is a fall and spring, is a vata time. And so how do we know that? Because it affects us like we get like colds and cuffs and, you know, things like that during the transition time and then in, in uh, pitta time, the summer time, we get he, our system heats up. In kapha time, which is winter time, we feel cold. Everything feels like, you know, um, everything slows down for our system because a lot of our effort of our system goes into digestion. And so body feels cold and all that. So we understand that. Now let's look at the Vata's digestion. So we're looking at now the concept of Agni. Agni means digestive fire. So digestive fire is something extremely important in Ayurveda. And in in relation to dosha, we need to understand this digestive fire and how it works. Okay. So let's take a vata person, a vata person's digestive fire. Imagine it is here in front of us, okay? And so how it will look is it is irregular. So vata person's digestive fire is irregular. So sometimes they're very hungry, sometimes they're not. They like to eat uh, constantly in between. There is, you know, that's what vata person's way of eating is. And uh, uh, then uh, the pitta person's uh, digestive fire is quite robust. Um, maybe some, uh, maybe too much. The digestive fire is quite, quite fully burning. So much so that whatever they eat really de- uh, digests really quickly. Kapha person's digestive fire is like uh, burning wet, wet logs. You know, so it is dwindling. It is really trying to fight with those, uh, you know, the wet wood and trying to survive. So that is Kapha person's fire, a digestive fire or Agni. So from metabolism point of view, we'll see that irregular metabolism for Vata. Uh, too much metabolism, like excessive uh, uh, burning, almost like metabolism for Pitta and a slow metabolism for Kapha. Okay, so from this is from modern uh, point of view. 
So when we understand this, let's look at another point of view from Ayurveda is that there has to be regularity for vata to eat because the reason for that is, is if vata eats irregularly and the digestive fire is irregular, what happens that it creates a lot of ama. So hang in there. I know I'm using a lot of Sanskrit words, but I'll explain meaning of those. So what happens with vata is because of their irregular, everything is irregular for vata, right? So the eating habits, everything is irregular. And the agni is, because it is irregular, they sometimes feel very uh, hungry and other times not so much. And for vata person, what happens is their system's go-to thing is constipation. So because vata means air and space uh, element together, it is the lightest of the element. The fire is also light. Uh, It is not very strong. So digesting things is a little bit difficult for vata. Side effect of their digestion is they are usually constipated, bloated, flatulent happening and drying out. So the colon, the seat of vata dosha is colon, dries out fast. So that's why this is all happening for vata person. Now, uh, pitta person's digestion, as I said, it's robust. So they can digest anything. But another thing is because having this so much strong agni, sometimes the side effect can be acid reflux, acid related things like even hole in their gut, you know, that kind of thing happens for pitta person. So excessive uh, uh, digestive fire, that's what happens. And so in our system, how digestive fire represents is in this form of uh, uh, gastric acid. And if we put a drop of that acid here now in front of us, it will actually burn a hole in the floor. So it is that strong, but it is safely uh, in, uh, in, encapsulated in our stomach. So the food digest in our system goes into that uh, gastric acid and, and that's where the process starts of our digestion. Uh, that's where uh, the transformation starts. So the Agni's job is to transform job of our uh, digestive fire is transformation and what is the food what is it's doing it is transforming food into all the nourishment for our doshas okay or, or our systems i should say from yogic point of view we know that we are annamaya kosha is what we sense you know our body is made out of food according to yoga and that is not ayurveda's awareness is ayurveda also believes that yes it is food but also that the transformed things so yes it is made out of food but it is also more than that because ayurveda is a medical science so we're looking at from that point of view as well now let's look at kapha's digestive fire so kapha's digestive fire is dwindling it is slow it is low so what happens with kapha, you know, uh, that even um, you may have heard uh, some of your friends may be saying that even just looking at food and I put on weight, you know, so usually that is what happens with kapha's agni that, you know, they because it takes time for digestion, it feels like it, it sits in their gut for a little bit longer. It, it sits like a brick. So, for example, let's uh, come back to vata fire. So, imagine vata fire is in front of us and we add food uh, in that fire. 
if it is burning okay today then it will digest everything but if it is not burning okay it is off and on off and on what's going to happen that it will create ama so what is ama ama is toxic morbid waste of our digestive system so what happens to the food which is not digested turns into a toxic morbid waste of our digestive system and this ama um the if we have more ama in our system uh, we are more prone to the diseases and so that's why we need to uh, create less ama in our system okay and how do we do that, that to help our digestive fire go uh, steady and regularly and so in vata's case what will be beneficial for vata is eating meal on regular time now vata person loves the uh, the crackly food vata person loves the uh, for snacking all the time because their their digestive fire is up and down and so the word of caution for vata person is that having regular time is important so if they keep if there is no regular time then their digestive system suffers okay so how can we help vata person from ayurvedic point of view so what i do is i check what food they are having now vata person uh, is usually for vata person again not 100% but usually for vata person it's difficult to gain weight so you'll have thin uh, long or small uh, uh, petite bodies that's what vata person looks like but they will have dry skin dry hair so a lot of dryness there okay and vata persons do not like regular things so vata persons thing is not having any regularity in life and according to ayurveda it will be extremely beneficial if they have regularity at least with the food because vata persons digestion is this off and on vata needs to eat cooked food so let me explain and ayurveda's understanding of raw food according to ayurveda when humanity came across the fire that was the fantastic thing happened for humanity because now we can cook our food and digest it properly so according to ayurveda the food needs to be cooked especially for vata needs to be cooked uh, if say for example vata person uh, according to ayurveda uh, should go for steam vegetables rather than salad uh, go for soups rather than smoothies and so this is how vata person should eat um the smoothies this is a, a new thing for humanity we are doing that but i'll tell you an example of a smoothie i had a client she had vata dominant and uh, she had a lot of digestive issues so she started having smoothies and initially it worked what happened that uh, she uh, her, so the smoothie went in and helped her ease digestion because they were going in and going out so her digestion improved uh, according to her and but over the period of time over the 6 months time she continued with the smoothie because it worked for her but she started feeling really cold she started feeling like even in uh, she visited me in summer and she was still feeling cold she was wrapped in uh, shawls her hands feet were cold and so first thing we did was to uh, uh, to change the smoothies into the cooked food 
and it was important for her to have that at that point because her digestive system was completely in collapse because um whatever she was drinking was uh, not really absorbing in her system so just be mindful of that this is ayurveda's approach you know and that's how um i would look at it that vata person should have cooked food and and they should also have a little bit more raw oil or ghee in their diet so you will notice that in ayurveda we do not cook with ghee the the reason for that is is that we add the ghee on top of the soup or kichri half a teaspoon for pitta one teaspoon for vata and maybe just a little bit or not even a little bit for kapha the reason for this all this is is it is it, the key is is fantastic or raw oils are fantastic because it gives us goodness of fat and we all need fat because in our joints in our brain there is fat and that's how these our brain functions better and that but that doesn't mean that we start glugging the fats uh, you know a teaspoon is quite sufficient in a day when vata person have the food with little bit of raw oil in it So if you are vegan you don't have to have a ghee you can add raw oil like olive oil will work so that's fine too what it does it 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 removes the dry dryness from the from the digestive tract and colon so you can add that if a person in their vata time in their life which is after 50s and all that becomes vata time then we will add little bit more raw oils in our diet so you can take them on your steam vegetables you can add them into your soups and things like that okay so this is vata's diet for kapha uh, sorry so for pitta we will encourage pitta so pitta is heating body and sometimes too much acid in their body so we will bring in the food which is um again pitta needs to eat on time because if not then the acid reflux and things like that happen and also sometimes pitta may get headaches and, and a lot of anger also comes out for pitta so eating on time is good and then another thing is for pitta is bringing in the food which is cooling food so now pitta's nature is such that they like intense taste so i totally understand that understanding that you know reducing spices will be more beneficial especially in summer so reducing spices you can have like uh, in, instead of coffee you can have maybe coconut water and things like that which will cool your system down so cooling your system down is the key for pitta and reducing the acid uh, in diet for example the cooling vegetables will be less acidic in our uh, in our system so uh, just be mindful of that and then the kapha kapha person needs to eat more spices and more um, basically that we need to awaken kapha's digestive system so kapha can have more uh, more spices kapha can have more the food which is awakening their digestive fire now kapha should avoid heavy food which kapha loves so kapha loves sweet and fatty stuff ayurveda suggests for kapha go for healthy but again in moderation so in ayurveda everything in moderation is the key when we have this understanding prevention is 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 better according to ayurveda so everything in moderation so this doesn't mean that you stop eating your favorite thing because maybe you come across these big lists that that what pitta should have 
what kapha should have what they shouldn't have what vata shouldn't have all these things so this is where ayurveda's intelligence comes in ayurveda talks about how you can make things digestible let's take example of potato okay so if we take potato if we deep fry it it is it has a lot of starch in it and it is not really beneficial for us what if we take that potato steam it and then uh, make um, add ginger garlic uh, turmeric asafoetida cumin in it and add this uh, mashed potato in that indian mashed potato vegetable and you can add little bit more greens in it and mix it and have a little bit of that you can still enjoy the potato if you like it but you're also eating it with all these other things like cumin is eases our digestion it reduces the fat you can add fennel seeds on top of that you can add the things which will help you to aid digestion so this is how we modify the food according to our needs so just like we have dosha the food has dosha as well let me explain a little bit so let's bring in banana in front of us okay so let's imagine there is a banana sitting in front of us what do you think dosha is banana so what we are observing is it's so when we peel the skin what is inside is it is dense what else it is sweet and when we hold it it is heavy so it is kapha the reason for that is is yes it is uh, it is digest uh, goes into our system smoothly and goes down but it is kapha Not, notice what's look at the food like see how dense it is right the the banana is dense it is sweet so if you have cold and cough in your system and if you have banana it will multiply effect of cold and cough okay but if you are in summer weather and if you are having cold uh, if you are having uh, banana then it will balance your pitta do you understand how how ayurveda's thought process is okay nature gives us clear clues we have to open our eyes and really see and that's what the ayurveda sages did they looked at things around us okay sometimes when we eat some food its taste is different but its effect on our system is different stay with us we'll be right back welcome to the alchemy of natural healing i'm your host laurel dewey true healing is an alchemical process meaning it must transform you on all levels body mind and spirit what affects one affects all three True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. So for example, let's take an example of lemon or lime. lemon or lime it's outside it is acidic but in our system it's alkaline so that's the beauty of lemon or lime and uh, ayurveda even then ayurveda says that the lemon is slightly heating than lime so lime is tridoshic it works for all three doshas and it is it is alkaline in our system so that's why when we squeeze a few drops of lemon in our water 
it's actually quite nice to help us the digestion but it is also remember it is very it is a, a alkaline in our system but that doesn't mean that we keep drinking that all the time so moderation is the key just like we can have multiple doshas we can have either one or two or three doshas and similarly everything in the universe has like a living thing has doshas and so there could be possibly two doshas in one thing okay so there is highly possible we're going to look at a green uh, capsicum now okay this is in, this is going to be very interesting so let's look at green capsicum and we're going to uh, chop it in the center and, and look how it is so what you're seeing and what dosha do you think this green capsicum is uh, bell pepper the green one and if we chop it in the center and place it in front of us how does it look what we are looking at so what we are noticing in this uh, big green bell pepper is there is a lot of space there right and so a lot of emptiness there so that means there is a possibility of a lot of air there right because there is space and emptiness and so this is a vata bell pepper right the green one so when we have a green bell pepper uh, it will induce vata in our system so it will increase vata in our system okay now let's take a red bell pepper we're going to take a red bell pepper now it has both vata and pitta dosha in it the air inside plus the red color so this is what i mean like dosha the the food may have both doshas in it okay so what we are why what we are, why we are trying to understand this is it is important to understand this so that we can eat the food according to our dosha so like increases like so if this is red bell pepper if we have it person with vata and pitta may get irritated with it over the period of time the system will react to it okay if the person with uh, the uh, what just the vata tendencies will get irritated by green and red as well and pitta will get irritated pitta system will get irritated by just the red one now kapha can happily have both of these and they can have even the seeds as well because it it will increase their um, digestive system power okay now let's look at um, cucumbers so a lot of wateriness in it right there is so much wateriness in it that it is kapha inducing so it is if kapha person have a kapha person already sinusy and if they have that it is going to increase their kapha in their system now you see what i mean like kapha person a banana may be you know uh, um, maybe little bit difficult to digest because it will trigger their kapha more so that's what this uh, is all about the understanding of the food okay uh the way i would look at it like also uh, it is very intuitive science so when we look at things like say banana or watermelon what speaks you speaks with you first cucumber there is no sweetness there is a lot of water so it is good for pitta maybe vata okay but uh, for kapha i would be cautious because if i'm snotty like kapha people will have that issue quite regularly 
um, they will have kapha system right so if it is creating more water effect in the system then we will hold off that now another thing is also we need to consider is season so what season and eating what because earlier human ate according to the season but nowadays we have everything available in our shop so we will be little bit careful with you know um, I, i suggest that you know eating um, as according to season having as fresh food as possible is way to go now we're going to look at the prana in the food so if we uh, pluck a, a apple from a tree and e- eat that that taste amazing as opposed to when we buy it from supermarket so it's a different way of looking at the understanding like how that we have prana but the food also have prana as well so we can gain prana through our food and this is where now we are talking about the energetic side of the food so every food has energy so let's look at the fresh fruits which are which are very inviting and when we eat it directly in a garden it it tastes really fantastic like it has we know that it is full of prana as opposed to food sitting there for some time and then you know you eat it and it will have different taste so the same apple maybe sitting in a, a fruit shop for many days uh, in their freezer and they they came uh, bring it out and then it will have different uh, effect on uh, our prana so we st- when, that's why ayurveda is a science of relationship so what is this relationship about so our relationship with the food first of all uh the relationship of the food with the mother earth so where this food comes from how mother earth was looked after was she was treated well then the food will have better uh, taste to it also noticing that if, if if the food is cooked who is cooking the food what is their relationship with the food what is their state of mind their state of mind matters this is why ayurveda suggests the mantra the state of mind is very important because you know that experiment the japanese fellow did the japanese scientist that he used a glass of water and he said only positive words in uh, in front of this glass of water and he realized the crystals in the glass of water had a beautiful shapes and then he used different water where he just used word like anger hate and the crystals were literally broken so the water and every food has water we have water so our thought process when we are cooking if there is lot of yelling fighting that is going to affect the food the prana in the food so if, what if we have positive thoughts what if we we put mantras into the food then it will vibrate on different level right so that's what ayurveda's understanding of it ayurveda is very logical science it understands like you know how we can bring in prana in our system and then also cleanliness like the kitchen needs to be beautiful where you feel like cooking the cleanliness the uh, in the kitchen is extremely important as i explained the mindset of the cook and when you're going to sit for the eating taking time out maybe 
you know stopping all the screens and just paying attention to what we are eating what is happening with the food so we start noticing that you know the color of the food notice where the food comes from notice how uh, your how your the food we in india we eat by hand so how it feels uh, the texture feels to your hand or if you're using spoon take a look at the food and really notice really become aware and then really mindfully eating you know slowly eating ayurveda believes that the digestive uh, process starts when we uh, start thinking about the food just thinking about our favorite food the salivation process start so the thought of the process uh, of food start our uh, digestive process then we when we cook the food and when we start uh, looking at food we are also looking into the beauty of the food the colors what's happening and then you are uh, uh, when you eat it it uh, the saliva in the mouth uh, that mixture of saliva with the food actually is important so chewing food uh, ayurveda suggests 32 times ayurveda suggests 32 times biting your food chewing your food but if that's not possible slowly really become aware of the taste what's happening in your mouth and let that saliva help you to digest the food so then the bolus thing goes in our digestive system it sits there in our stomach to, uh, for two and a half hours roughly so uh, that's why ayurveda suggests that have a two and a half hours um, break between the meal if that is possible for you that will be great it will improve your digestion and then the food goes into our intestine and that's where small intestine the uh, the absorption of the all the goodness of the fru- food happens and it travels to our colon and by the time it reaches to our um, uh, colon it is now started drying out so all the goodness has taken out from the small intestine it is going towards the colon and this is where ayurveda Uh, for ayurveda it is important that our digestive system should work uh, regularly so every morning we should be evacuating our bowels so that you know all the ama uh, and also whatever is not serving us is uh, uh, moving out of our system i hope that this today's podcast episode has helped you to understand ayurveda's approach to the food the wisdom of ayurveda and the food and i hope that this will give you inspiration to follow ayurveda's guidelines i am offering ayurveda lifestyle certification course and this is online course so you can join it from anywhere it's a course where i designed to teach all the wisdom of ayurveda if you like my podcast uh, this is how i teach as well and you will have access uh, to my understanding of ayurveda Uh, there is also option of you can uh, attend it via zoom a uh, live via zoom or you can actually uh, you will also have access to recording so if you can't attend via zoom you will have access uh, of the recording for 6 months so you can go back and visit to it anytime you want you can uh, study it anytime you want and also you'll have access to my understanding you can email me anytime i will help you Uh, as much as i can 
also there is a certification it's accredited course so you will get a certification where you can you become ayurveda lifestyle consultant so i hope that i will see you there thank you for being here i really appreciate you bye for now thank you for tuning in i really appreciate that that you're taking this time out of your day don't forget to subscribe take care bye for now